Well, good morning, and today is the 24th day of August. It is Wednesday. I'm your host, John Fowler. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. Glad to have you tuned in today. Sorry, well, I can't really apologize for not being here yesterday. A lot of people say they're sorry, but they're really not. Have you ever noticed that? Like when you go to the grocery store and somebody busts in front of you and they say sorry, they're really not, or they wouldn't have done that. So, but yesterday I had a flight lesson early uh, at 9 a.m. So uh, I'm finishing up uh, finishing up a certification. So I had to uh, go do that because uh, you fly when the instructor says you can fly and you go to it. So that's what we did yesterday. So a few more hours and we shall be done. But I'm so glad to have you tuned in today. Appreciate those that are watching today. Kathy's watching today along with Brady. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning to you, Sandy Vance. And good morning to Nellie Green. Hope you all are doing a, doing what you're supposed to be doing today and having a great day. <clears throat> well, I want to talk to you about something. I want to ask you a question first. Um, and the title of today's podcast is More Provision That You Can Handle. Uh, have you ever been in a situation, and you can nod your head, <clears throat> you may be in it now, um, to where there's just not enough money? There's just not enough money. There's just not enough, not enough money, and it seems like something continues to break constantly. Something continues to <clears throat> take your money, and you can't figure out why. It's like you continue to bleed financially, and you don't know why. Well, would you like to know how to stop that? You say, uh-huh. You can put it in the comment, absolutely, you know, that you want to. And I'm going to show you a couple things. Because here's some things as Christian, as believers in Christ, here are some things that you need to understand on who you are. Number one, you carry increase. You carry increase. I'm talking about you carry financial increase. I have to write that financial part down. You say, well, how in the world do I, do I carry financial increase when I'm, I'm living just paycheck to paycheck? Well, I'll show you here in just a second. Okay, so you carry financial increase. You carry also blessings for others. You are a blessing to others. <clears throat> and you say, well, the only way for me to get blessed is for me to get, and then I can give. But a lot of times what people do is instead of, instead of sharing the blessing, Write that down. Write that down, too. Sharing the blessing. People hoard the blessing for themselves. Well, let me give you something that let me just that just came to my mind here. So you got to bear with me a little bit because I'm trying to help you just like I have had to learn and continue to learn. Uh, and I'm telling you, what I'm telling to you, will change your life. It will change the dread that you have in the mornings when you have to get up and say, it's just I'm not making it. And and you may be paid a good wage, uh, and you still cannot seem to make it. Well, let me show you something here. In Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke chapter 6, this one just came to me while I was uh, talking to you. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Listen to this. Luke chapter 6, 38. 
Here's what it says. You, you have blessing inside of you to give to others because you are blessed. And you say, well, I don't feel very blessed. Well, let me read you some things here. Okay. In verse 38, it says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? For with the same measure that you met with all, it shall be measured to you again. Now, let me share that with you. Okay, you wonder why you're not being blessed. Have you ever thought maybe the reason why that you haven't been blessed is because that you are not blessing others? That's what it says. Let me let me show you here. Let me let me give let me take another swing at it here with another interpretation. Luke chapter chapter six and thirty eight. Listen to this. Six and thirty eight. Six and thirty eight. We're just rolling up our sleeves and talking about the Bible today. Okay, let's look at the English Standard Version. Here's what it says: Given it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. Into your lap. For with the measure you use it will be measured back to you. Now the New Living Translation says this: Given and give, and you will receive. You see, your gift will return to you full. Did you hear that? If you give 20 bucks, God's going to bless you with with, uh, the increase. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over for more. And poured out into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount that you get back. There it is. That's it right there. So if you're stingy, in, and, I'm, and I'm not talking, let's take, let's take tithing totally out of it right now. Well, I'm not talking about tithing right now. I'm talking about giving. See, there's a tithe and there's an offering. And so tithe goes to the church always. 10% goes to the church. Everything above that is an offering. Uh, the other day, Pastor Jay Mason and I had lunch or had breakfast uh, at, a, uh, at a restaurant. And uh, we were going over some some things with the churches, and uh, he asked me. He says, "Do you have a couple bucks that you can give uh, for the uh, for the lady that served us?" And I said, "Well, I can do better than that. I had I had got a phone call, and somebody needed me uh, on one evening, and so I went, and I got paid two hundred dollars for uh, I made forty. Now think of this: I made forty dollars an hour." For four hours. I mean, that's what I made. When you take $200 divided by four, it was $40 an hour. And so the tithe or the offering on that, the tithe on it was $20. So what I did was I said, I got something better, Jay. So I went out into to the, my car and got a cross. And I took that $20 bill and I went up to our waitress and I handed it to her. And I said, I want to tell you that Jesus loves you and he cares about you. And I want to bless you today in Jesus' name. And so I'll say, well, you're a pastor. You can, you can do that. I can't do that. Why can't you do it? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Here's the kicker here. You wonder why that you may not, you, why there's so much month at the end of the money? 
is this. It's because what I just read to you, that the amount in the New Living Translation, this is Luke chapter 6, this is not my words, this is God's words, and verse 38, it says that you, the amount that you give will determine the amount that you get back. That means he wants to, he wants to pour financial blessings in your lap, but if you're not being a financial blessing, if you're not being that blessing, then you can't get it back. Now, understand something that I believe today if, if a person gives, and I'm going to show you a couple things here. If you give, if you take, your, if you take that, uh, say for an example, that you make $500 a week before tax, I mean, after, before taxes, I always tithe before taxes. So if you have $500 a week, you tithe that by 10%, tithe, the word tithe means 10, that's $50. Isn't it amazing? Andy Stout said this in a prayer one time. He said, isn't it, he said, thank you, God, for allowing us to keep 90%. Well, what God does, and I can't tell you how he does it. It's really none of my business how he does it. But what he does is he will increase the tithe that comes back to you. You say, well, that's crazy. How does he do it? Well, remember that your walk is a supernatural walk. You are a Christian. Your Christian walk is through salvation, saved through, through faith, through grace, and you are saved. Okay. But what he does is he, he does the supernatural. He does the increase. Here's the key. If you can believe God for your salvation, which is the most important thing, then why do you have trouble? Okay, let me ask you this. Are you saved today? Yeah. How do you know? How do you know you're saved? Well, because you told me to say a prayer and I asked the Lord to forgive me of my sins. Yes. But how do you know? Because the Bible tells you so. The same thing within the scripture. Now, let me ask you, if you can believe God for your salvation, then why do you have trouble believing God for your provision and believing God for your healing, for your mental stability, for all the blessings from heaven? Why do you have trouble with that? Listen to this, John 10.10. If your life is miserable right now, this will help you. John 10, 10. I read this a lot. It says, the <clears throat> here's what the thief, the thief comes, which is the enemy, the devil. The thief comes not to steal, not, uh, let me read again. The thief comes not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, and I come that you might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Well, the abundant life is not poverty. Let me write that down. The abundant life is not poverty. But you also have to change your speech to where you say, well, you know, I'm, I'm just broke and, and I'm going to always be broke. No, you don't have to. If you start, if you start tithing, to your local church, wherever you attend. 
And I, if you attend another church and you listen to this, I'm not telling you to give, to give your tithe to the pulse. What I'm saying is that if you give to your local church 10%, if you make $500 a week, that's $50 a week that you tithe to the church. I promise you, now look at me, I'm looking at you in the screen here, I promise you your finances will change. I promise you that your finances will change. Change. Because I have seen people's lives changed. I have seen my life changed over the years because of giving, because God is faithful. Now, let me share some things with you. Over in Deuteronomy, or over in the Old Testament, 1 through 14. Now, listen to this. Here's what it says. It says, and starting at verse 1, And it shall come to pass... If you shall hearken diligently unto the word of, of the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commands, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high. If you are obedient to God and you're doing his will, so you have to kind of think, okay, what am I doing that's not disobedient? Well, those are the things that you need to change because those things can hinder, hinder uh, blessings because uh, blessings, there's prerequisites to the blessings, and it's called obedience. I command thee this day that you, the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Isn't that amazing that if I'm obedient then there's going to be blessings that are going to overtake me. What happens when something overtakes you? That means it becomes you. And it shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. That means working, or if you're a farmer, he's going to bless you. Blessed shall be the fruits of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of the sheep. Blessed shall be the basket of thy store. That means you're going to be blessed. If you have a business, you'll be blessed. If you work in the city, you're going to be blessed. If you work in the field, you're going to be blessed. He is going to bless the fruit of your body. That's what he says. But it takes obedience. And one of the things that is uh, that gives us obedience is uh, what we do with our finances. See, the title of today's podcast is More Provision Than You Can Handle, and I'll share that as we, as we end the broadcast today. Blessed shall be, and, and here's the thing, <clears throat> I'm not asking you to buy my book. I'm not asking you to, uh, to send me money. I'm telling you this is how you will be blessed. I promise you that you will be blessed. Your finances will change if you listen to what the Word of God says. Okay, he says, blessed shall thou be when thou comest, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee from ye seven ways. So not only does your, your obedience bring forth blessings, but the enemies will see your blessings. Let me let me see here. Uh, let me just stop there for a second. Uh, 
23rd Psalm. Listen to this. And then I'll come back to this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now understand, I don't know why people read this at funerals. I have firmly put, I, I've, I wrote down what I wanted in my funeral when I die. And one of the things that I said is, do not read the 23rd Psalm. Okay, here's what, it, because it's for the living, it's not for the dead. Okay, this, here's what verse 2, he says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Okay, he wants us to be calm. He doesn't want us to be a constant anxiety attack. Help me, Lord. I mean, why would you be that? And, and then he says, well, lie down in green pastures. Doesn't say anything. If you're laying, laying down in green pastures, then, then that means that the land is plentiful. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me into the path of righteousness for my name's sake. Yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a, listen to this, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That means if he's preparing a table for me, then that means I'm eating and they're not. Listen to that. The naysayers aren't being blessed, but I am. Prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Well, does that not go along with what I read to you over in, in Luke chapter 6 a minute ago? Luke chapter 6, 38. I, I, I can back it up. I'm telling you, this is how you'll be blessed. So you're anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Look behind you. Look behind you right now. Goodness and mercy are following you. That's what it says. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, that doesn't sound to me like a curse. That sounds to me like a blessing. Psalm 23, now you tell me why they read that at funerals. It's got nothing to, because that part about, oh, I walk for the valley of shadow of death. That's why they, that's why the undertaker said, for the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. All righty, let me get back to this. Okay, blessed shall be thy baskets and thy store. You should be blessed. If you, if you own your business, you pray over your business. You say, my business is blessed in Jesus' name. If you're a manager of a business, you speak blessings over, over your business. You speak blessings over that because let me tell you something. God wants to bless you. And don't say, well, I don't know. I just don't. No, don't say that. You, you absolutely trust God and believe. Because he said that. He's going to bless me coming in and he's going to bless me going out. And the Lord shall cause the enemies to rise up that rise up against me to smite on their face, uh, and they will flee from me. <coughs> Here's what verse eight says: The Lord shall command the blessings unto thee in thy storehouse, and in all of the settings thy hand upon he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord has given thee. 
He's given you this. Now, Christy and I walk sometimes on the boulevard, which is in West Virginia. It's in Charleston. Sometimes we ride bikes there. There's a place right there called Drug Emporium. And, uh, and they have all kinds of stuff. I mean, they have like WVU stuff. They have like beach stuff. They have, I mean, just you need to go in there if you're on the East Coast. Sometimes go to Drug Emporium. And so Christy and I were in there the other day and just looking around at the WVU stuff. And because football season's right around the corner and we like football. And so what happened was we went in there. And I found, I found this marker. I found this marker that goes into, like, you can put it either on a desk or, and, and it said something about the beach. I love the color of it. I thought the color of it was just really pretty. And so I bought it. And I wrote on the back of it that the date, and I said, this is for my beach home. I said, this is for my beach home. Christie's in my beach home. I had her sign it. I signed it. Then I was at some place. That, oh, I know where we were in Lexington with John and Stephanie. And we were in a home goods, not home goods, but uh, well, a store like that. And they had something that was like so blessed. I bought that and I put it on my desk at home. Then there was something else that matched the other thing that I got. And I got that too. And I said, I told Christy, I said, this is for our beach home. This is for our retirement. You say, well, why are you doing that? Because, because I have more provision than I can handle. Why? Because the word of God says so. Because my only prerequisite to being blessed financially is obedience. And my obedience will bring forth blessings and stop the curses. All right. Let me keep on. Can I keep going? Here we go. And the Lord shall establish thee holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee. If, if thou shalt keep thy commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Key thing, walk in his ways, not your ways, but God's ways. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord thy God, and thou shalt be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit, in thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of the ground, and the land which the Lord swear unto the fathers to give thee. Did you see that one part? And the Lord will make thee plenteous in goods in the fruit of thy body. Your body is to be blessed. Your body's to be blessed. Speak blessings over your body. Say, my body will not hurt today. I refuse for it to hurt today. I refuse to, to, to fight with this or to battle that. The Lord shall open unto thee the good treasures of heaven to give the rain unto the land of his season and to bless all the works of thy hands and thou shalt lead unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow 
We are the lender, not the borrower. We are above and not beneath. We are the head and not the tail, and the devil is under our feet. If you can get a hold of this, if you can trust God's word today, it will change your world. I promise you. And I'm not talking only financially, but spiritually and emotionally. And then you carry the blessing of, of, uh, of God in you to bless others. And the Lord shall open thee good treasures from heaven. That's where it comes from. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. I just read it. And thou shalt be above only and shall not be beneath. And if that hearkens unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I have commanded thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods and to serve them. That's how you get blessings, is by being obedient to God. Now, one day, um, I was um, going through my Bible. And this is a truth. As Wendy Bagwell said, this is a truth with my hand up. I was looking through this Bible right here, and I was standing there, with, uh, sitting there with some people, and I have a pocket here, this thing's kind of tore up, and I had a pocket there, and I just went through that pocket, and I found a $50 bill. Now, this is the truth. I found a $50 bill. Well, I didn't know it was there. So... Uh, there was a there was a person that I know, and I just reached up and, and said, here's $50. I bless you in Jesus' name. And the person put, put, the, uh, put the money in, in their gas tank. I'm telling you, I have been blessed a hundredfold on that. God has blessed me more over that, and I'm thankful. I didn't know I had the $50, so therefore I just gave it away. When we can get to the place of giving it away, when we get the opportunity of blessing others, then you will have more provision than you can handle. If you're stingy, then it won't come back to you. But if you are blessing other people, it will. Now, here's the punishment for disobedience. One of the punishments of diso uh, one of the disobedience is, is, uh, is not giving, is not tithing. And so I want to encourage you not to be disobedient, but it shall come to pass that if thou wilt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do his commandments and his uh, statutes, these I command thee this day that all these curses shall come unto thee and overtake thee. And, and you got to see it. It says, but it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. So if you won't be obedient, and I'm talking to obedience in all your life, in all your life, cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. You remember over in, verse, uh, in, in the other verses, in verse 3 it says you'll be blessed, but in verse 16 it says you'll be cursed because you're not being obedient. Cursed shall thou basket be in thy store. It just reverses everything. Cursed shall the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land. 
and the increase of the kind and the flock of the sheep. Cursed shall thou be uh, with thou comest and with thou going. It just reverses everything. I don't want to read any more of it. Can I stop? Can I stop reading about the curses? Everything that obedience brings forth, it will stop the curses. It will stop, it will stop the poverty in your life. Poverty is a curse. Poverty is not a way of living. Poverty is not a way that God wants you to live. You say, well, you must be one of those get rich, uh, you want in my pocketbook, you want in my wallet so that you can be blessed. No, what I want you to do is I want you to be blessed. I want you to tithe to your local church wherever you go. If you choose to give offerings to people, that's upon you and God. What I'm saying to you is that I want to see you blessed. I want to see you overflow. I want to see God do great things in your life. All right, let me go, if I could, over into Malachi chapter 3. I'm telling you how to be blessed, okay? But also, I'm telling you how not to be cursed. Because it's no fun. It is absolutely no fun. All right, Malachi Chapter 3. All right, Malachi chapter 3. Listen to this. Let's get to, and I read this a few weeks ago. Let's see. Verse 8. This is Malachi chapter 3, verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, within have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Now here's what he says. Bring ye all the tithes unto the storehouse. The storehouse is the church. That there may be meat in my house and prove, see, meat, it says plenty, that you'll have meat in your house. You won't, you won't struggle. Now, here's one thing you have to understand something. Given it shall be given, okay? I just read that to you. But one thing that you have to do is you have to use wisdom on your finances. Don't go out and run up your credit card and say, because I give 10% um, that uh, God's, going to, uh, God's going to bless me. Now, let me, let me get you over here. Let me read this again to you, Deuteronomy 28. Let me find it here. For the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if thou hearkens unto the commandments of the Lord thy God. He says in verse 12, listen to this. The Lord shall open unto thee his good measure, the heaven, uh, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land and to thy season, and bless all thy works of thy hand, and thou shalt... Lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Now, you got to be careful. One of the main things that we have to be careful of is credit card debt. You've got to be careful, and you've got to you've got to to don't go run up your credit cards. Yeah, I'm a tither, but I'm going to go run up my credit cards and and believe God to pay it off. Well, yes, but can you not believe God for the finances? 
Okay, here's what he says. And ye are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Verse uh, 10, as I said in Malachi chapter 3, bring ye all the tithes unto the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me how, and you got to understand the language of this, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you a window of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. That means that if we take the tithe to the storehouse, we take the tithe to the church, you will be blessed. The the Deuteronomy 28 blessing. And there shall not be room enough to receive it. You say, well, how does he do it? I can't tell you how he does it. It's none of my business how he does it. But I know he does it. This is encouraging me today. Here's what he says in verse 11. Now, this this you have to understand. You can't rebuke the devourer. Only God can. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And ye shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast your fruit before the time of the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, let me look that up here. And let's let me give you the divider. Let me show you what that is. Uh, define divider. Okay, divider means to destroy uh, completely. Well, what did we read in John ten ten? That the, the devil comes to destroy you. Jesus, God said that he'll hold that back. That's crazy. That the, that the word devour means to destroy completely. Well, he's saying this, that I will rebuke the devour for your sake, and you shall not be destroyed of your fruit of your ground, neither shall... Uh, the, the vine cast uh, her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Understand something. If things continue to eat your savings and you just don't know where it comes from, or if you have no savings, or does, does something continue to break? Do you continue to have car trouble? Do you continue to have this? Do you continue to have that, this wrong, that wrong? Understand something that tithing will fix those things. You have to, if you can accept God's word for your salvation, then you can accept him for your money. I'm talking about more provision that you can handle is what God wants to do. Now, you you say, does God want all of us to be rich? Well, let me tell you something. You can be rich and go to hell. I just want my needs provided. Listen to this provision. Here's what it says. 
The action of providing and supplying something for use. Well, we need finances to be able to give, to be able to be a blessing. The curses will stop when you start giving 10% to your local church. And I hope because of this message that this Sunday, churches all over the world will have an increase in finances. Um, You carry blessings because you are a blessing. You carry increase so that you can bless others. Have you ever went into a restaurant that's empty? Now think of this. Have you ever went into a mom-and-pop restaurant that's empty? And when you went in, the next thing you know, here comes all these people and the place is packed. Do you think that's an accident? You carry blessing with you. You bless your waitress. You bless your waiter. You bless the business. You bless the the person that, that God speaks to you about. You say, well, something told me to give that person $50. Something is not in the equation. It's the Holy Spirit. Stop calling the Holy Spirit something. Call it what it is. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads you. The Holy Spirit guides you. You could be holding a blessing for somebody because of your disobedience of not giving. The Lord is speaking to some of you all to bless other people, and you're not doing it because you just think it's gas pains. God wants to do great things in your life, and he wants to fix your finances. Now, he can do it however way. I saw him turn a financial situation around for me in a week. I mean, literally in a week. And I'm a tither and I'm a giver. I will give. And because you know what? I know it's coming back to me. Pressed down, shaking together, running over. And I, I mean, you've got to prepare for rain. What do you mean prepare for rain? I'm talking about let it rain on you. And I'm talking about in a positive way because there's more provision that you can handle. I've just seen God do one thing after another, after another, after another, and I refuse to not give. So, Father, I pray over your people today. I pray, Father God, for the ones that struggle in this area of giving, Father, and I just pray that they'll just walk by faith, not by sight, and trust you to tithe to their local church. 10%, not 5%. The You, you still don't Get out of the curse at 5%. 10% is the blessing. It's where the blessing begins. And Father, I pray over your people today. And Father, I pray in Jesus' name that we will see provision take place in people's lives to where they will be blessed. And I thank you and I praise you, God, for it. How worthy you are. If you're not where you need to be with Jesus today, just ask him to forgive you of your sins. Say, Father, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. You don't have to name him, but he forgets about him. And then you stop living your history. I preached that on Sunday morning. Man, God's faithful. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins because he loves you. I mean, literally, he cares about you because God is faithful. Well, let me tell you something. I encourage you to tithe to your local church. 
Don't give me your tithe if you uh, if if the church that you attend is not mine. I want you to tithe to your local church, wherever you attend, wherever you eat. How many? Let me ask you this: How many people go into a restaurant and don't pay for their for their food? Well, it's the same way spiritually. It's the same way at church. You drive in, you sit there, and you eat from the Word of God. Do you walk out and not pay? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. If you want to give an offering to this ministry, you can text the word PULSE to 1-304-244-3187. You can go to thepulsechurch.com and give through PayPal. Or mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia, 26624. I'm not talking about your tithe. Now, if I'm your pastor, that's where you tithe. But if you want to give an offering to this ministry, if you're in Utah or if you're in California, wherever you are, and you want to bless this ministry, this is how you do it. And I tell you, I've got testimonies of people that have been blessed because they give to this ministry. Have a great day, everybody. Tomorrow, 8 a.m. for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.